Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I am your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott. Let's get right into the news because I got quite a few tabs open here. I won't spend a lot of time on all of them, but a couple of them deserve some focus. This first one uh, was sent to me by a friend of mine. I don't think he wants his name mentioned because he kind of works in trying to disrupt this world, but this is from Crypto News. David Pukaima reporting, crypto scam kit Inferno Drainer shuts down operations. Digital asset wallet draining platform Inferno Drainer has closed shop, or Drainer, yeah, has closed shop after helping bad actors drain millions from several cryptocurrency platforms. In a recent Telegram post, the firm announced, the firm, okay, announced an end to its operation, citing the need to move on after helping several malicious actors pull off phishing scams and others worth over $80 million. Quote, the end of the craziest journey, Inferno Drainer is shutting down. It's been a long ride with all of you, and we'd like to thank you from our heart. Unfortunately, nothing lasts forever. As the scam as a service provider stated that all files, servers, and devices will be preserved for users to have a smooth transition to a new service as they please while making the split. So does this mean that all's great in the crypto scamming world? No, it basically means that these guys are going to go and create a new company or new, <laughs> sorry, a new firm, um, use some of their same tools and then carry on. But at least that's, you know, something that looks like good news if you are worried about your crypto being compromised or stolen, stuff like that. Uh, in other good news, uh, cybernews.com, Vilius Petkowskis reporting, police bus ransomware ring behind attacks in 71 countries. Law enforcement agencies from seven countries have busted key figures behind an international ransomware operation operating from several locations inside Ukraine. Now, you'd think Ukraine had a lot bigger issues on, on, on their plate, but apparently there's still time for bad guys to do bad things. Over 30 properties in Ukraine's regions of Kiev, Cherkaska, uh, Rivni, and Vinshaya, boy, am I mispronouncing those, were searched last week, resulting in the arrest of a 32-year-old ringleader of the ransomware operation, Europool announced. Four accomplices were also detained. Over 20 investigators from Norway, France, Germany, and the United States were deployed alongside their Ukrainian colleagues in Kyiv amidst a full-scale war between Russia and the Ukraine. International involvement in the anti-ransomware operation was necessary due to the scope of perpetrators' activities. Europol claims the suspects were responsible for a series of high-profile ransomware attacks against organizations in 71 countries. So good on them. Thumbs up on that. There's more to this if you want to read it. Um, but basically, uh, count one for the good guys, or someone might actually go to jail. Also from cybernews.com, Ernestus Nepris reporting, almost 2 million affected by data breach zeroed in technologies breach. That's a mouthful. HR data analytics company zeroed in technologies was hacked in August this year. Now we're just reporting this today, but okay. Uh, three months after discovering the breach, the firm has now notified Maine authorities, saying that the data of nearly 2 million people was exposed. This well, this is clearly not a publicly traded company because they would be running afoul of the SEC right now, but the company disclosed to the Maine Attorney General that 1.977 million people were affected in a recent breach of its systems. The hackers may have obtained names, dates of birth, and social security numbers. So again, it just goes to show anybody can be targeted. This is a fairly significant company um, with 
with um, a lot of data that obviously their bad guys want, and they will go find it, and they will take it. From darkreading.com, researchers claim design flaw in Google Workspace puts organizations at risk. This is Jive and Jayan reporting. Google is disputing a security vendor's report this week about an apparent design weakness in Google Workspace that puts users at risk of data theft and other potential security issues. Interesting. According to Hunter Security, a flaw in Google Workspace's domain-wide delegation feature gives attackers a way to steal email from Gmail, exfiltrate data from Google Drive, and take other unauthorized actions within Google Workspace's APIs on all identities in a targeted domain. Now, this is researchers doing this, right? So this is a proof of concept that was reported to GitHub to demonstrate how an attacker could potentially exploit the issue to execute a variety of malicious actions against customers of the Google Cloud Platform Services. Now, does this mean you should get rid of Google? No, it just means be aware that there's potential issues here and look for, ideally, updates to this service going forward if you're using google a lot of companies use google for business purposes so again just be aware that this this is happening and look for updates ideally um the bad thing will be if they don't update it in time we start seeing um people using these this particular proof of concept to hack things but We'll see. Again, it just goes to show you, you know, you have to be you have to be aware of all of these cyber threats out there because they come from all different angles, even those you wouldn't necessarily expect. Now, Google's saying this is not the case. I guess we'll see more as we go forward. All right. I have another tab on the Ukraine thing, so I can get rid of that one. So it's one less thing to talk about. Uh, speaking of Google, another bad day for them. Bleeping computer, Sergey Gatlin reporting. Google Chrome emergency update fixes a six zero day exploited in 2023. So if you are a constant Google Chrome user, update your Google Chrome right now because there is a six zero day vulnerability. Um, it's identified as CVE 2023-6375. Um, it's being used in the wild. It's uh, addressed in the stable desktop channel with patched versions rolling out globally to Windows users and Mac and Linux users. So uh, there's more to this if you want to get into kind of the details of it. But basically, there's a vulnerability in Google Chrome. Update your Google Chrome. Protect yourself. Malwarebytes labs i'm sorry malwarebytes.com it's malware labs is the name of the website uh own cloud vulnerability can be used to extract admin passwords own cloud has warned users of three critical security flaws in its file sharing software which if exploited could reveal sensitive information to modify files and especially and potentially impactful one is a vulnerability that could lead to the disclosure of sensitive credentials and configuration in containerized deployments own cloud is a widely used open source project that allows users to host and sync files. OwnCloud says on its own website, it has 200 million users, including 600 enterprises. So it sounds very similar to a problem uh, with MoveIt. I may be off on exactly the problem here, but certainly issues with this particular tool. There's a CVE released out of it. Its score is 9.8 out of 10. It was discovered um, and there is a, is there an update to this? That's a good question. I think there is, I believe there is. Um, so yeah, if the CV is identified, it does say, that doesn't really say, but it does say ransomware operators could have a field day with this vulnerability as they have shown in the past. They love file sharing apps almost as much as they love admin passwords. Ha ha. Very funny sentence. It allows them to roam free in your network and move the stolen data to a location under their control at your expense. What to do? Okay, here we go. OwnCloud says you should delete the file. OwnCloud slash app slash graphy 
slash vendor slash Microsoft slash Microsoft graph slash test slash whatever. You can read the article. You'll see what to get rid of. And because simply disabling the app won't eliminate the vulnerability. So they have no fix for it. It's a problem that's going on. Ideally, there will be a fix ultimately. Um, but go if you are an own cloud user, you might want to go to their website and take a look at this particular vulnerability and just understand what to do with it. So own cloud users, beware. Uh, my guess is over the next month, we're going to see a lot of compromises of people using this particular service. Um, Infosecuritymagazine.com, James Coker reporting, cyber criminals hesitant about using generative AI. Now, this is interesting. And the reason I picked this particular article, because we hear a lot of news about how ooh, bad guys are going to use chat GPT and AI, and they're going to, they're going to be able to create all this fantastic code and do bad stuff with it. Well, cyber criminals are having the same problems we're all using as far as trying to use it to say, Hey, is this good information or not? So from the report, cyber criminals are so far reluctant to use generative AI to launch attacks, according to a new research by Sophos. Examining four prominent dark web forums for discussing for discussions related to large language models, the firm found that threat actors showed little interest in using these tools and even expressed concerns about the wider risks they pose. In two of the forums included in the research, just 100 posts on AI were found. This compares to a thousand posts related to cryptocurrency during the same period. The researchers reveal that the majority of LLM related posts related to compromised chat GTP accounts that were for sale and for ways to circumvent the protections built into LLMs, which are known as jailbreaks. Additionally, they observed that 10 chat GTP derivatives that the creators claimed could be used to launch cyber attacks and develop malware. However, Sophos XOP said that cyber criminals had mixed reactions to these derivatives, with many expressing concerns that the creators of chat GTP imitators were trying to scam them. So interesting. This is an interesting, there's a little more to the article if you want to take a look at it, but this goes to say, show that, you know, cyber criminals are worried about AI too, as far as them not being reliable. So, uh, Take that what you will. Uh, last one here is WeLiveSecurity.com. Phil Muncaster reporting, and this is a good one. Uh, you may want to share this with your family members since it is the holiday season. And the title of this article is Tis the Season to Be Wary, 12 Steps to Ruin a Cyber Criminal's Day. So he kind of goes into a little bit about what to look for online. Like you're going to see fake sellers, account takeover accounts, bogus online stores, stuff like that. So he does have 12 recommendations on how to stay safe online. Some of the stuff we talk about all the time, but these are things that bear repeating to provide to the seniors and other vulnerable folks in your life that don't spend all day talking about or thinking about cybersecurity. One is ensure you secure your PC and mobile phone with a multi-layered security software suite from a reputable provider. So he's talking like, you know, uh, McAfee or Norton or whatever. So have, you know, antivirus, firewall, all that stuff. Always use strong and unique passwords on all accounts. Buy of a password manager, switch on two-factor authentication. Uh, we say that all the time. Beware of too good to be true bargains. Always use secure websites for any purchase. In other words, make sure there's an HTTPS. Not that that's a great tip in the sense. It's a good tip. If it's not HTTPS, don't put your information in. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's not a bad site. But, you know, something to keep aware of. Check your bank account or your bank and credit card accounts regularly during the shopping season. You do this all the time anyway. But obviously, take a look at what's being what's going on in your accounts. Make sure that every purchase is yours. Try to shop only with brands you trust. If you haven't heard of one before, do some research first. This is a great tip. Try Googling the name plus scam or fraud and check customer reviews and access, assess its reputation. If you buy from an online marketplace, always pay by credit card as there are more buyer protections that way, or even consider using a disposable virtual card for one-time purchase. In other words, don't use debit cards because debit cards don't have the same protection that credit cards have. There's two different things there. Only download mobile apps from a trusted source. That is the app store 
for Apple or the Google Play Store for Android. Never purchase items or log into accounts when connected to public Wi-Fi, as that may be risky. Use a VPN in these cases if you absolutely need to grab a bargain while you're not at your home network. Um, I talk about this all the time, so I'm not going to dig deep into that. If you receive an unsolicited email or text, think twice about clicking it. This is the reason bad guys win, because someone always clicks the link. Consider checking out as a guest when buying from a legitimate company. If you save your details, there's always a chance they could end up in the hands of a cyber criminal. This is a great point, too, because if you only check on as a guest, they won't save your information. So if their company has breached your your password and all that kind of stuff won't ideally not ideally not be there still may be there but uh, less your risk is less and never click on pop-up ads even if they're offering tremendous shopping bargains as the ads are often malicious great 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 tips um i highly recommend you share this with the loved ones in your life who are out there doing the shopping um, i'm going to do it myself put it on my facebook and everything i can uh, for folks to see who don't necessarily listen to the podcast um and who don't pay attention to cyber security stuff as always the articles listed in this podcast are available to you in the show notes if you want to peruse them at your leisure. Again, as always, I thank everyone for taking the time to download, listen, and pass information about the podcast. I do see the numbers starting to creep up a little bit, so that's good. Maybe maybe getting some traction, doing the best I can. I'm a one-man shop here, and it's kind of hard, but it is what it is. As always, know that knowledge is protection. If we can understand the threats targeting us, we can assess our risk, proceed wisely. Thanks again for listening. We will talk again tomorrow. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.